is I'm constantly refinancing because I'm always buying more property. I'm George Markoski and welcome to the Positive Property Show. Our mission is to empower 10,000 people to create financial freedom through property using the Markoski method. Join us. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello Freedom Fighters. How are you? Hello, Freedom Fighters. Blinda Flaherty coming to you live from opposing parts of the world. Uh, Blinda's back in Melbourne now. Back in Melbourne. Now, I don't know what it's like in Melbourne, but it's really beautiful and warm here in Adelaide at the moment. Oh, it's about four seasons in one day here, so. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. So um, today, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about property investing in your future. Correct. That is the topic for today, property investing and your future. And I've got a lot to talk about that, which is very exciting. And there's a lot of other things I want to talk about too. And um, one thing I want to discuss tonight is what's happening with home loans. And yes, very interesting. Right, because um, I think a lot of people might be interested to see what's happening with APRA. Yep. And I've just lost my screen, so I'll let you take over. Um, now, before we start, Christina, sorry, Belinda. Belinda. <laughs> um, the one thing you've got that is so amazing and I've known you for 20 years, and you've always been like this, is you've got just the most amazing amount of enthusiasm. Thank you, George. Yes. It's contagious, but you're always yeah. enthusiastic. I so am very how, how do you keep so enthusiastic? Look, look it's a, a mixture of um, having the right mindset. It's having the mindset, don't sweat the small stuff, and it's all small stuff. Yep. Explain it's it to me. Of having strong goals. People not might not understand that. Say that again. Mindset. Don't, don't sweat the small stuff. Let's. Uh, okay. Don't sweat the small stuff. Well, you know, let's say you're running late for work. You can't find your keys. You run around crazy. You get all stressed out, and you go to work. You obviously take that stress to work, and the reality is, it's really small stuff. Because what's big stuff? Well, I've lost a brother, I've lost a father. That's big stuff, you yep. know. And I think that once you really understand the small stuff from big stuff is uh, when you really understand, you know, you can't get stressed out over small stuff. Yep, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. You can't. I mean, remember, I remember when we were working in the mode industry and we'd be in a car and the driver's going really slow, stuck in traffic, and we knew we had to get to the airport. We were going to miss the flight. Now, most people would be stressing out in the car. We just sat there and started laughing going, isn't this fascinating? I know, exactly. We are fascinated. Instead of frustrated, we started to turn little words from instead of being totally frustrated, we turned it into fascinated. And but we, it made us laugh. And we figured there's nothing we can do to change it. The flight's going to go. If it ends up we miss our flight, we miss our flight. Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. So, yeah, so I suppose, and you've just, um, you know, waking up with that mindset, I mean, it gets you through the day. Yeah, look, I, I, I love, you know, your powerful enthusiasm. I think it's awesome, you know what I mean? Thank and you. And you know what? Don't let anyone take it away from you. You know, don't let anyone make you small. You should stay away from people that don't like your enthusiasm. And I'm talking about everyone here watching, you know what I mean? Because you know how you've got some people and they support everything you do? Yep. 
and you go, oh, guess what? I did this. And they go, oh, awesome. You know, you go to them and go, oh, bought a house. They go, well done. You bought a house. Like, or um, I just got a pay rise. Great. So there's people around you as supporters and still the positives to support you, right? Yes. And they bring you up. And then there's the people that bring you down. And the, and the naysayers, the people that bring you down, they're the ones you need to limit, you know, because what happens is these people, what they do is they, you know, you say, oh, I just bought a house now. Like, oh, I was investing risky. Oh, I've got to go for a new job. Oh, that's risky. Don't do it. They always just try to put you down, right? But yes. forget people like that. Get them out of your life. What you want is people that support who you are. And someone Correct. says people get jealous. Exactly. They do. Yes, absolutely. Uh, someone just said, I admire your enthusiasm, Melinda. Thank you. Wise words, Belinda Flowery. Yeah, look, Belinda, you're very enthusiastic and, you know, it's great and I love it. And, you know, everyone in the show loves your enthusiasm on the Thank Property you. Positive Property Show. In our Facebook Australian Property Chat, the whole tribe loves your enthusiasm because you've got a zest for life. Absolutely, 100%. What, what, what I say to a lot of my friends, if you've got a party, the best way to make it really good, just invite Belinda, right? <laughs> Seriously. That's, yeah, that's look, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Life of the party. Christina doesn't want to go any holidays unless we invite you to come with us. Belinda. You don't that. <laughs> I love it. So yeah. enthusiasm for life is so important. And I think, look, you know what? The one thing is if your future is bigger than your past, you're going to have enthusiasm, right? What happens is a lot of us get caught up in the day-to-day, right? Correct. They really do. And let's face it, life is busy and it's hectic. I don't need to tell you that, but also it's challenging. That's the fact of it. It's full of problems. And by the time something comes into a radar as a problem, it's usually become urgent, right? So most will give very little thoughts to the problems that they're facing five or ten years down the road. Most problems are here and now. Wouldn't you agree? Correct. Absolutely. You know the reverse is true for opportunities, right? It's incredibly unlikely that today I will present you with an opportunity that will transform your life. I mean, if you decided today you wanted to make a fortune as a property investor, for example, it'd take you, you know, a couple of months of research to find the right group and the right mentor and hire them, then, you know, a month or two to get skilled up, and then you've got to get market ready, and then maybe one or two deals over six, 12 months until you get a position where this completely change your life. Yep. You know what I mean? We're not miracle workers here, right? But that's what it takes. So the thing is, m- most people don't look in the future because they're too busy fighting fires right now, right? Uh, she's better on many roof, beach rooftops, apparently. <laughs> I've been on many a rooftop, guys. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> said, I'm waiting to meet you all one day. And hopefully with yeah, COVID hopefully. Soon, coming to an end, we're going to have um, a few more workshops in different states. We can start travelling again. Mm-hmm. Things start opening up. Um, right. Absolutely. Right. So there was a guy, a famous guy, who did this quadrant. I'm talking about Kiyosaki. I was guy. just about to say, and, mm, a quadrant. And, and I wonder who that is. He had, he had this quadrant and there's four different categories. One category is not important, not urgent. Then there's not important but urgent. There's important and not urgent. And then there's urgent and important. Yes. Right? So, for example, urgent and important, if my house is on fire at the moment, 
That's pretty urgent, pretty important because I don't listen to them, right? Absolutely. Now, if I got a speeding fine, well, it's important, but it's not urgent because I don't have to pay it just yet. But if yes. I wait long enough, then it would become that way, right? Yes, absolutely. And the thing is, what we have to realise is a lot of times we caught up, we get caught up in urgent, right? And urgent, not important. That area of your life is a waste of time. Absolutely. Right? And that's what I talk about, little problems that come up. And when you said don't sweat the small stuff, that's why I'm on this rant now because the point is um, sweating the small stuff, the problem with sweating the small stuff doesn't give you space for the big stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, Absolutely, 100%. Yep. There's a guy called Stephen Covey who wrote The Seven Habits of Effective People, right? Oldie but a goodie. Oldie but a goodie. And anyway, and what he did, he, um, he did um, this interesting thing where he got this big jar and he put filled it filled it with sand, then chucked some pebbles in it, and tried to put these rocks in it, couldn't put it in there. Right? They said, "What am I going to do?" And they, they did a bit of a workshop, so he emptied it out. And then what he did, he ended up putting all the big rocks in first, then the pebbles, then the sand, and then finally filled it with water. And he could fit everything in the jar. The only way he can fit everything in the jar is by putting the big rocks in first. And what a metaphor for this is in your life is if you are too busy, you know, texting and Facebooking and blah, 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 and not looking at your big-term, long-term goals, making space for them, then what happens, you won't have any room in your life for these goals or for yeah, these things. Absolutely. And, you know, 3% of people end up owning 97% of the wealth and 3% of people have written goals. So, guys, if you haven't written down your goals – then you need to because you need to know what's important. Knowing what's important is important. And if you don't know, you don't know. You need to just look into it and look at it and refine it. You know, I've been doing my goals for years and years and years, Yeah, you know, probably since I was about 16. Yeah. So I've had a lot of practice. And yeah, Absolutely. Because if you don't have those goals, you kind of, you just kind of wander through life. It's like having a boat with no rudder. You go around in circles. Exactly, exactly. Whereas when when you do have really strong goals, you wake up with purpose and meaning and you get through your day with your day-to-day, but then there's obviously this big picture. Well, the beauty of it is when you've got big goals, your future's bigger than your past. Correct. Right? And when your future's bigger than your past, that gives you life enthusiasm. It's exciting. It's hard to be enthusiastic, happy or positive if your past is bigger than your future. Yep. If you've got no future. And, and a coach and of mine, Dan Sullivan, he says, you always want to create a bigger future than your past. Now, Dan Sullivan, he's um in his he's about 77 at the moment, I think, right? And he reckons he does more work now than what he did 20 years ago. Yeah. And he's fitter now, stronger, and he's got bigger plans, you know, massive plans. Yep, you know, absolutely. I, he, before, he wanted to grow his business 10 times. Now he wants to grow 100 times now that he's 70-something. Yeah, wow, that's great. Love it. And the guy, the guy's um amazing guy, Dan Sullivan, um, totally amazing, and he's um, into longevity. He wants to live to 156. Love love it. Love that positivity. That's great. Me, I'll live to 300. <laughs> that will make a movie out of you, 300. That's right. You got the beard already. Exactly. There you go. Halfway there. Spartan. 
Who knows? Um, <laughs> but look, again, going back to it, we'll kind of move on, but people get caught up in their past yep. and that defines their future. Yes, know? and the thing is, right, one thing you've got to learn from your past, very important, but you shouldn't use the past like a club to smash yourself over the head with all the time. Absolutely. Right? You've got to get over it, you know. And, and look, part of, I guess, learning from your past is letting go of the ego. Mm. Ego really oh, holds yeah. back, right? The thing is, I mean, the deal is you can learn from your mistakes or you can learn from other people's mistakes yep. or not learn from your mistakes at all. It's even worse. That's the three that's options. And the that's best option is learning from someone else's mistakes. And that's the whole point, right? And that's why I hire people to be my mentors. You know, I'm yeah. now it's on, I think, Two years ago, I had dinner with Gary V. Oh, he's a yeah. he's a great guy. And Gary V, I was talking about it today in the gym actually. And Gary V, he um he used to run this wine thing, the Wine Channel. And um, what he did is he gave away really a lot of really good content. And um, Gary V, when I had dinner with him, he loves his wine. I do too. And luckily, we got the same taste. So he was ordering these beautiful bottles of Penfolds wine. Nice, Lovely. nice bottles of that. I think it was a bin three eight nine or something like that. And um, we had quite a few glasses of wine. And what he was doing was talking about content and what to do. And he said, "George, you just got to give it all away. You know, give yeah. your content away. And that's what we do. We're, we're giving it away because right. uh, by giving, that's how you receive." Mm-hmm. Now, what I want to talk about today is um about new home loan rules. Yes, what let's happened? get stuck okay. into it because I'm sure so, a lot of people with their little ears pricked waiting yeah, so, to hear about this stuff if yeah, you haven't so heard about it yet. The banks have um, put new rules in place, right? So APRA, I don't know if you know who APRA is, as Australian Prudential Regulation Authority. Lovely yeah. name. They're the people in charge of the, of the banks. <laughs> That's what it is, right? Yeah. Well, they recently did a rule change and they placed a new stress test for home loan applicants at 3%. Okay. Used to be two and a half percent buffer. Yeah. 3%. Right? So how does that work? So for example, if you're getting a home loan for 3%, they're going to add another 3% on top of that. Yep. And act like it's 6% to make sure you can afford it. Oh, right. Right? The reason they're doing that is they're saying, okay, imagine if rates went up and they doubled. Yep. Can you still afford it? Can you, are you still sustainable? That's right. So what they've done, they decided to make it even harder now. So it used to be 2.5% buffer, now it's a 3% buffer, right? Right. So what this means is, so what that means is they have to consider whether would-be borrowers are still able to afford repayments on 3% on top of whatever they're going to get, uh-huh. right? So what that means to you people watching right now is, Whatever your borrowing capacity was last week, cut it by 5%. Yeah, right. I know it sounds pretty shocking, but that's just the fact of it. Right. Yep. Um, yep. There you go. Put that up. Someone's, yep. Someone's on already top of it. That's right. So it's going to reduce your borrowing capacity by 5%. Yep. And the thing is, I mean... If you're already unconditional, you're okay. But if you're not, then 
you're in big you're in big trouble. So for people yeah. that are only applies to new applicants, that's correct. So the big banks have said that the, what's happening is um, if people are already in the process of having a loan, they'll still do two and a half percent. But from now on in the future, it's going to be that. So your borrowing capacity goes down to five percent. That's basically what it means. Yep. Right. There was a little one that came in before that. Is that for both owner occupy investment? Yes. Okay, I'd like to have a bit more clarity around what George does with his finances when the interest-only terms run out on your loan. Good question. The reason, what I do with my finances is I'm constantly refinancing because I'm always buying more property, right? Yep. And unfortunately, because I've got so many properties, I've got I need a whole team of admin people to do it for me because I've got so many <laughs> documents to. But yep. I'm always buying property. Uh, Christina just. Bought a property last week, and now I said, Christine, you've got to find me one and help me get one because a lot of the properties that we've got with our developers, our members are priority with those. And I normally take the leftovers, but at the moment, there's no leftovers. See, three years ago, it'd be great. There'd be lots of leftover properties, not just take them. Yeah. Clients that want them. But now it's uh, hard. But really, at the end of the day, what happens is interest only terms normally last between five and 10 years. I'm normally refinancing every couple of years anyway. I never do fixed interest, so I do variable, and I'm always refinancing to get a better deal or get more equity out yep. because you want to be at a ratio around 80-20 rule. 20% equity, 80% borrowing. Yep. Why is APRA doing this? Um, the reason APRA's doing it is because they're worried because there's such a massive property boom at the moment. They're trying to pull the handbrake on and slow it down. Yes. Also... There were, because what's happened recently, we've had, I think, about 2.5% inflation in Australia. That's the um, the official inflation rate at the moment. And they're worried because of inflation that interest rates may go up. So I'd say interest rates may go up by, you know, 0.5% next year sometime. At the moment, it's 0.1%. It might go to 0.5%. You know, absolutely. In about, in about six months' time. I mean... Zero. So it's still nothing. You know, I get I get people saying to me, George, when they want to join up, they say, what happens if the interest rates double overnight? Well, it's not going to double overnight. You can't. You can't. Okay. So, yeah, so the deal is um, the RBA, the Reserve Bank of Australia, they actually control the rates. Yep. They don't want everyone going broke overnight. Of course they don't. Right? Their job is to actually help the economy. Yes. So, so anyone's going, oh, shit, what are they doing? Well, no, no, they, they've got all these things in place to keep everyone safe because by having a wealthy society and country, everyone's, everyone does better, right? So it's not, in, it's not in their interest to actually stuff you around and double the interest rates on you and, and destroy you like what they did back in 80, 1987. See, what happened was back in the 80s, we had the stock market crash and then interest rates went through the roof because we had yes. massive inflation. And the reason they had such inflation and such high interest rates was to try to slow down the inflation. But it didn't work. And people were paying up to 25% interest on their properties. Imagine wow. that. Wow, 25%. And people are complaining about 35 And people are still making money, though, because wow. when, when, when interest rates is high, is high, so is inflation, so are rent, so is everything. Everything, it's all relative, right? It's all relative. It's all relative, right? 
this is actually the first time in history where we've got high rents and low interest. Yeah. So that means that's going to change. Yes. Okay, so someone says, does refinance give you more time on interest only? Yes, it does. Every time you refinance, you start again. Gives you another five years. Perfect. Absolutely. What are, you, what, are you having, what are you drinking tonight, Blinda? Tonight I'm drinking a lovely, it's called Even Kill, and it's a lovely little Pinot. It's one of my favourites. I like the Even Kill, not bad. I'm Even having a, a basket press. I saw I, the good old Rockford's, one of my favourites. A bit too heavy for me. I'm, I'm having a lighter red. My opinion, there will be wage explosion, so getting that property might be okay. Watch this space. Look. Um, wages are going up, but not that high. They're, I think at one point seven percent at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. I would like to understand which investment is better: house and land for max depreciation, but no rental income. Bring and that up, George. Bring that up on the big screen. I don't know if it will fit. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, it does. Okay, can you read it out and I'll answer it. Okay, I would like to understand which investment is better: house and land for maximum tax depreciation, but no rental income for six to nine months. Or brand new built home for instant rent, but paying full stamp duty. Yeah, okay, good, good yeah. question. Good question. Look, at the moment, I prefer brand new built. Yep. Just because you know it's going to rock up. The problem is a lot of builders going broke at the moment. Yes. And because of that, you've got to be really careful. Um, well, the, the, the challenge. If you get a house and land, you want to make sure they're actually going to deliver. Because we really, I really see that, you know, I've been speaking to a lot of people I know in the industry. A lot of these builders won't have the foresight to actually realise that they're going to go bankrupt and they won't be able to pay their tradies. Um, so they'll walk off site. And if you've got a contract with that, hello, good luck. Yep. yep. And look, there's so many builders now, big builders that are paying people to get out of the contract or just cancelling contracts. Correct. And, and looking at things like stamp duty and stuff, well, if you if you set it up and you set up the system and strategy right, I mean, ideally you can get the tenant, the tax man to pay for that anyway. Exactly. So so at the end of the day, if you can find built, I'd go for built as long as you get in the right area or something close to being finished. Yes, absolutely. Yep. So that's basically the way it works. So... Your future does not, your past does not equal your future. That's right. And basically, you know, the important thing is, what we are talking about before, is property in your future. I wanted to go through a few numbers to show people what investing looks like because it's pretty exciting. Yep. Okay. So... I wish I had a screen that I could write on here. Let's I know. I know. That would be great. Let me have a look. If I knew what I was doing, I could, probably could do it, but I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Share screen. Let's have a look. No. Okay, so I'm going to try to work out how to do the numbers on a piece of paper and describe it to you. So, funny enough, I was talking to a client of ours, a mutual friend yep. of ours. Harmy. Okay, yep, perfect. Right. And um, he joined our program about a, uh, about probably 18 months ago. Mm -hmm. Right. 
And um, sure did. I met him at a conference when I was in in Sydney. And Harmy owns a very big concreting company in Geelong. Geelong, Geelong. That's it. Yes, not Wollongong. I keep that's Wollongong is like a Geelong, but from Sydney, of Sydney. You know what I mean? Yeah, instead of Melbourne. <laughs> mm, exactly. So, and we're talking about rate of return on the investment. Because rate of return on investment, what happens is you go, you look at how much money you put in, right? Yep. Then what you're going to do is look at um, how much money the thing's gone up to. Yes. That's the difference. Then you divide that by how much money you put in and times by 100, and that gives you the rate of return. Yes. And we'll look at the rate of return on him joining a program from yep. a year and a half ago. And we calculated he made around about 600% return on his money. Wow. It's so good. There's no other companies that can do that type of return. We can you believe that? case study and put it on our website. Yeah. But not only that, see this. Um, they've got two properties and they're making $174 a week. Unbelievable. That's fantastic. Not only that, though, the properties have gone up. About one hundred twenty thousand. The two prop. Uh, no, no, sorry, probably more than that. Sorry, yeah, but let's say one hundred twenty thousand, right? So, on the original money they put in, compared to what it went up, that's like um, the return. They invested eighty, made one hundred twenty. So, if you invest one hundred eighty, make one hundred twenty. Let me work this out. They made a 50% return. Wow. While on, on their property, imagine making a 50% return while getting $174 a week. Crazy. I mean, like, the thing is, as a coach, we see this every day, but we just stop. We don't sometimes stop and smell the roses on the real, like, the real nitty-gritty figures. Yeah, absolutely. You know what so, I mean? Like... And what I want to do this, is I want to go through... Um, this is not really dissimilar to a lot of our members. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Most of our members have made between 35 and 60 70% on their money. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing. But um, that's in their first year usually. But the, the amazing thing is, um, the important thing is, is this. I was thinking about this exercise the other day. Because properties double every seven or ten years, right? Yep. And I was thinking, let's do an experiment and let's imagine that we bought a property today and we're going to keep it for 20 years. Now, a lot of people say, oh, well, 20 years is such a long time and we don't know what's going to happen in the future, blah, blah, blah. Look, the deal is it doesn't matter what you think, sooner or later, 20 years will come just like that and you're going to be there. Correct. The future creeps up on you and it's going to be there no matter what, right? So it's going to be there already. You might as well do something to surprise yourself. So imagine this, right? 20 years is a long time, but imagine that you invested $100,000 into a $500,000 property, right? Yep. So it's a hundred grand deposit today, $500,000 property, and that's going to make you, from day one, probably about $80 a week positive. Yep. Right? So if you invest this $100,000 and make $80 a week, which is more than what you'll make in the bank if you invest $100,000 in the bank. 
correct? Yes. Then that $500,000 property doubles every seven or 10 years. So what we're going to do is say, okay, let's say 10 years, it doubles to a million. And then another 10 years, it doubles. What does that equal? Two million. Two mil, yeah. Now, if you had two million at 5% return, two million times 5% equals 100,000 a year. So think about this. If you invested $100,000 now, in 20 years' time, you'll get paid back 100000 every year for the rest of your life, plus interest on top of that compounding for the rest of your life. Yep. Imagine giving yourself that present for the future. Yes. Imagine just one of these things in 20 years' time. Imagine just one property that's going to make you $100,000 a year. Crazy. How cool would that be? Yep. Unbelievable. So what, what, what an exercise. And that's, that's the fact of it. That's the fact. But see, instead of buying one and waiting 20 years, buy two and wait 10. Same thing. Exactly. Buy two and wait 10. And instead of buying two and waiting 10, buy five and wait five. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? That's you, can, it. you can accelerate this. But I'm saying even if just one good property, what you can do. Now, if you left 100000 in the bank. And just sat on it. And sat on it at 1% interest, how much would you get? Well, you're going to get $1,000 a year. There's twenty grand plus compounding. Let's say it's fifty. You end up with one hundred fifty thousand instead of one point five million and a hundred thousand dollars a year income. Yeah, someone's going to return for cash flow. Awesome. Yep. Absolutely. Hi, George Linda. Good to see you back, George Markowski. Thank you. Cheers. Yes, good to see Georgie back. Actually, this is our first live together since you've returned. We bought in Canberra, Canberra, sixteen years ago. This is one of our clients. For three hundred thousand, David is valued at eight hundred twenty-five thousand. Awesome! High five! Wow. Great news. So three, six, yeah, beautiful. That's about yeah. right. There you go. So that's pretty exciting, which is awesome. You know, the the most important thing is property is not a get rich quick mentality. It's the slow and steady that wins the race, but doing it properly and setting it up first time around. That's right. That's right. It is, it is. And, you know, these little mind experiments I've been playing with, you know, it's amazing when you think about it. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. But, you know, but um, the numbers are just like that, you know. Oh, the magic of compounding interest. It is the magic of compounding interest. Someone said... What a great you never sell your properties and just continue to draw equity and buy more properties. That's exactly right. That's what you do because you don't want to sell. Because imagine, imagine if you get to a point where you're making $25,000 a year from one property, passive income. Why would you sell that? Mm. That's cash flow. Why would you yep. sell? Exactly. You want to sell to get back in the market again. Yeah, it's crazy. It costs money to sell. It costs and money look, to sell. People that, the people that I know that have made the most money out of property, they don't sell the property. They buy. You make your money when you buy, and then you keep it. Do you only buy a major city? How do you classify a major city? How important is it to have front and backyard for growth and value? Look, a front and backyard is getting less and less important as the future goes along. That's just the way it is. I mean, you know, um, in Sydney and Melbourne 
New York, a place like that in the CBD. There's a lot of places that don't even make, they don't even put kitchens in there anymore. Wow. People don't, and they don't have, they're, they're getting rid of garages now, garage space. Yeah, garage space. People don't, need, garage. people don't need a garage for a car anymore. People don't really need a kitchen anymore. You've got Uber Eats, you've got everything you need. So the kitchen and the garage are going out. The front backyard are going too. That's the trend. So yeah, me wow. personally, I still, so what a lot of people don't get, right, it's not the land that goes up. It's the scarcity that goes up, mm. right? Scarcity makes your property go up, not the land. Yeah. A lot of people go, oh, well, the land's what going up. No, it's the scarcity. And what I mean by that is if you've got a unit, then um, is that what they call it here in Melbourne, a unit or apartment? Uh more of an apartment. Yeah, apartment, yeah. Unit's more like a one- to two-bedroom as opposed to apartment could be yeah. a high-rise. See, apartment and a high-rise, it's hard for it to go up in value because it's not unique. There's no scarcity. So no. only buy in capital cities or large regional centres. Regional centres. Yeah, regional. That's, yes. a, that's a little bit different than regional. That's right. They're a bit more high. Yeah, exactly. They're, They're high, much cooler. Half of the market. That's right. The upper class regional, they're called regional. <laughs> anyway, so basically, I think when you start out, you want to start out buying in the capital cities yeah. and then slowly move out. Because really what I'd, I'd like to do is really, you know, buy one in Brisbane, one in Perth, one in Adelaide, then one in Melbourne, one in Sydney. Then Cover, you're all, cover all your bases. That's right. Cover your bases. Um, then worry about rural. You know, a lot of people, there's, there was a bit of a trend with COVID, people going rural for a little bit. Yep. But it's going to change back now anyway. Of course it will. Absolutely. I mean, you can't compare some rural town to a major capital city. Lisa just said, hello, guys. Excited about my next property with PPS. Oh, good work. Excellent. That's amazing, Lisa. Well done. Yeah, so there you go. So that's basically it. So property investing in the future. So that little exercise you know, investing a hundred grand, and how in twenty years' time you get a hundred grand paid back every year. Plus, on top of that, your capital goes up and the growth goes up by five percent usually. Amazing! Yep. It's like getting a golden goose and just it multiplying and sitting in your backyard and just that watching, watching the golden eggs right? coming out. And I think selling a property is a bit like the golden goose. You know, the guy that killed the golden goose and then there was not, they ended up killing it and getting nothing. Yeah. Right, that's, that's similar. You want to keep your golden goose, giving you golden geese or whatever, or not exactly. golden geese, golden um, eggs. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it really comes down to that buy and hold mentality, or you know. And if you buy in the right areas and you get something that's new, and you've got the tax deductions as well as the capital growth, the equity and rents going up every year, top one hundred. You know, you're. You're ticking all the box, the right boxes, you know. Yeah, yeah. We've got one one of our clients who's actually going to sell his property and buy crypto. Oh, really? Yes, and you know, because um, look, I I gave people. Yeah, advice. I, yep. So when Bitcoin became big news about two or three years ago, yeah, I, I remember when everyone was talking about it, and a lot yep. of people coming to me saying, "George, what do I do?" And one, I'm not an expert in anything except for property. You know what I mean? Yep. And I guess the reason I'm Australia's leading authority when it comes to wealth creation and using property is because 
I've done it for so long. I've helped so many people invest. I've done so many transactions. To me, it's just intuitive, right? That's what I'm good at. Now, I don't trade crypto, so I don't, I'm not an expert. But with anything new, I don't mind speculating a bit. And I said to people, get 1% of your money that you've got in the bank. If you want to play with crypto, put it in there. If you lose it, you don't care. If you make a fortune, great. Yeah. But don't sell your house for crypto. There was a family actually during the boom about three years ago that sold their house, put it all into crypto and lost everything. Wow. They're on They're on TV in Switzerland. They're like, ah, oh, my name's Sven and I'm going to sell my house and buy crypto. All right? And crypto was going crazy and Sven sold his Volvo, sold his Sven will need to go and work as a, a crash to test dummy now no, to make I up for life. I don't think Helga's going to be very happy. Helga would not be very happy. I reckon Sven's it sounds like, it sounds more like German words than Swiss, but that's okay. Um, you know, the, did you know that, George, that some of the banks now are actually accepting cryptocurrency now, like as in as a part of their app? As part of their what? Uh, as part of their app, like part of their their whole system. I don't think so, no. crypto. don't think so, not yet. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. Someone was telling me about it. Look, I think a whole country went on to Bitcoin recently. I think it was El Salvador, wasn't it? Yes, I think so. Let, let's type this in. Let's oh. type it up. I... Uncle Google, tell us. Uncle Google, we've just had another question come through. Do you ever buy established properties or focus purely on new properties for tax depreciation? I think we covered this, but... Um, I'll talk about it anyway. Oh, there we go. I'm absolutely right. CBA has okay, just... Okay, yeah, so listen to this. El Salvador... CBA have, got, CBA have just gone live with crypto. It was announced today. Thank you, George. Belinda is ahead of the game. Yeah, I heard that CBA did something with crypto, but I, I don't know what they've done with it. They've gone but, live with a... Well, yeah, El Salvador have, have got Bitcoin as legal tender. But... There we go, Commonwealth Bank. Just going back to the right. question... It's just offering crypto services, that's all. Nothing Offering else. crypto services. Yeah, so basically what you do is you can go online and you can buy crypto. Now you can buy it through... You know how Commonwealth Bank give you shares? You can buy shares? Yes. Yeah, same thing. All they're doing is like a broker. They're not actually... Okay, oh, okay. that's what they're yeah. doing. Yep. Do you ever buy established properties or focus purely on new properties for tax depreciation? Okay, where's that? Oh, okay. So it's come up on the screen. Uh, you're missing it. Oh, here we go. Yep. Well, well look, the deal is, the deal is when you start out, you focus on smashing down your tax. Once your tax is down next to zero, you don't need to buy um, brand new properties anymore. So your strategy is not the same all the time, right? Yep. My doggy is playing with his toy. I Can know. I was just going to say. I'm going to introduce the dog there, Rob. Tell me. Come on, It's like a little teddy bear. Let me. Let me. Oh, I look let at me. him. Let's say hello to everyone. Einstein's going to say hello to everyone. Come here, Einstein. Oh, a little Einstein. Kevin, look at him. He's He's like a big teddy bear. He's such a little teddy. Look at him. Ah, look. Look at him. Look at him. Uh, He's beautiful. Um, I took him for a walk today. 
and I was going to teach. I was teaching him how to swim. Yeah. And because yep. I lived near the beach, I thought I'd better teach him a little one. And this chihuahua went nuts. And Paul little Einstein ran between my legs hey, and hit. Those chihuahuas, those chihuahuas, they got balls. They can they can be aggressive. Don't underestimate a small little chihuahua. They might be small, but they've got big barks. They certainly do. Not much of a bite. Someone's saying, not sure if 400K can buy a decent three-bedroom brand new house in Melbourne. No, you can't. No, you can't. No way. He's such a cutie, little Einstein. Um, he's 10 weeks old and still a bit of a baby pants, but he's learning. He's learned a lot. He's being a lot better now. Um, it's, it's, called puppy, it's called puppy pants, not baby yeah. pants. Groodles. Yeah, groodles are amazing. They're, they're beautiful. But I wanted to buy – I thought the groodles were small. So what happened was my neck was out and I felt sorry for Christina because I was ignoring her and I was lying on my back for so long. So I thought I'd borrow a pet puppy for a little present. And I looked up Grudel and they look small to me, but apparently it's going to be big. Look how big yes. it is already. It's huge. Yes. It's going to be a big doggy. <laughs> I didn't want a big doggy, doggy, but oh, well, that's life. You know. uh, he's, he's family now. What are you going to do? That's right. Too, too far gone. That's right, exactly. So there you so, go. Um, so guys, um, okay, if you so, have any questions, let's ask one more question and then we're going to We're going to move on to our live with our members. So we yes, have a, we'll do a bit of private we'll bit of coaching and stuff. Our members so, coaching night. What I want to do is talk about giving back. Yes. And my birthday. So, guys, it's my birthday. It's Friday. It's your birthday. It's right. tomorrow. It's also um, my wedding anniversary. With I know. I'm married on my birthday, so at least I can't forget our anniversary. No, you can't. So that's why Christine and I celebrate the anniversary of where we met. So that way I get at least I get a birthday. Now come here, little doggy. He's come wants to play with me. Anyway, so go fetch. Um, anyway, <laughs> keep him abused. I tell you what, it's not it's not easy trying to fool this little ten week old puppy to go into its little cage, little crate. What's it called? Little um, crate crate training. Crate, crate, yeah, been doing crate training, and he's very stubborn, but that's all right. Like his owner. Well, the problem is they're not really motivated by food. Someone said happy yeah. birthday. Thank you. So it's my birthday, but what I'm doing is I'm giving away the presents to you guys. So this is the deal, guys. What I'm going to do is if you're in the Australian property chat and if you look at um, Amazon, what I'll do is I'll share my screen. Oh. Oh, that went to Matrix. Freedom through property. Hey, this is cool. Look at this. Oh, next level, George. Freedom through property, Amazon. Here we go. See, you can buy this for nine ninety seven on Amazon. My book, Freedom Through Property. Yeah. Bestseller. There you go. Amazon number one bestseller. Am I following George? Good. Yes. So, to know you're following. Oh, look thing. at that matrix. Yep. So anyway, you can buy it there for nine ninety seven, or if you want, if you're part of the Australian Property Chat, all you got to do is invite three friends. Take a screenshot of your invitation that you invited them to Australian Property Chat. Um, send a message to George, 
Markowski PPS, and we're going to send you a free copy of the book. Love it. Also, I'm doing another thing for my birthday. I'm giving away $200,000 worth of scholarships. $200,000 worth of scholarships. Yes, but it's serious. I'm giving away 200 grand. I know, I love it. And so how, do doing, how do you get a scholarship? How do you get a scholarship? Um, what I'll do is I'll, if, uh, if you want to do the scholarship, type in what's the easy way to think to write the scholarship because that's pretty hard to write. Um, Just call, Hashtag free. Hashtag free. Type in hashtag free. And I'll get one of my team to send you the link and you can apply for a scholarship. So I'm giving away 10 scholarships this year and I'm giving away every year for my birthday. Once they're gone, they're gone. That's it. There you go. Hashtag free. Beautiful. Type in hashtag free. My team will send you the thing. But um, the reason I'm doing this is because I really – happy birthday, gratitude, and anniversary. Thank you so much. The reason I'm doing this is because you know, we're building a school in Cambodia at the moment, and hopefully uh, once COVID's over, we can go and have a look and check out what they're doing, make sure they're doing it. But also – um, Make sure it's actually happening. But also, I mean – I want to uh, be grateful for everyone here. I want to say thank you for following us and being part of our tribe. And the way I want to do this is by giving my book away and also the scholarships. And I'm going to be doing it every year, you know, until I'm 300. Once I turn 300, I might slow down a bit. <laughs> I don't think so. So Christina was saying to me today, she's like, George, should we convince Berlin to move to Adelaide? <laughs> Oh, Terry Motives. I said, it's up to you. I'm not going to, you know. So a lot of people are typing hashtag free. If you're not the Australian Property Chat, join the Australian Property Chat and join us here because we're live every Thursday night. We're actually, oh, yeah, we've still got another five minutes to go, which is great. Someone sent you a birthday song. Someone we'll play that on the way out. We should play that on the way out. Should We should, Yeah. Gee, we're getting a lot of people asking free for scholarship. Yeah, look, I love the idea of a scholarship. I think it's great. And How does it work? How does a scholarship work? What happens is, um, what is the scholarship, George? There well, we go. What I'm, doing, what I'm doing is I'm practically... whoever said that. We're on the okay, side. so our memberships, you know, go from, you know, from just over ten grand to thirty-five, dollars $40,000. Yep. All right? I'm getting, telling them straight up, we're not the cheapest, but we're damn good. We're really good at what we do. And, you know, a lot of people, someone said, how can I contact you, George? Um, send me a message on Facebook, Messenger. That's a, probably a good way to do it. So what is a scholarship? Yeah. Scholarship is, is basically if you want to invest in property and, you know, you're you're not quite there, you need someone to help you and you can't afford the membership or whatever, what I want to do is... Um, and that, that's people, genuine. Yep, I want to give people help. So, for example, I'll tell you what I'm doing at scholarship. Um, our, our members, Harmi and his wife, Tanya, yes. their daughter is their, our first recipient of the scholarship. She's 16 years old, right? And basically what we've done is she's just all she has to do is pay a small deposit because I really want to commitment out of people. Yep. But basically, it's for free. I'm giving like over 90% off on the price. And then she goes through the thing. We do a case study. We videotape what she does. And I'm hoping she's going to be the, the youngest property investor we've ever had, 16 years old. 
pretty cool. Wow, that's great. Fantastic. That. Love it. Because how exciting for a 16-year-old in 20 years' time, you know what I mean? She'll still be young. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm jealous. Where's that time machine when you need one, right? Guys, the good thing guys, we're all going to be living longer. And I'm not talking a hot tub time machine. I'm talking a property time machine. I'd like a hot tub time machine. I know you I'd, would. I'd rather have one of those. You've seen the movie. So someone's just written, um, so I can't afford the membership, so will I be able to invest? Um. Good question. If you can't afford the membership, you should apply for the scholarship. Apply for the scholarship. Now, if you're making 300 grand a year, you're going to get rejected because <laughs> you can afford it. Yes, but, that's but, right. But can existing members apply? Um, existing members can't apply, but if you've got any kids, brothers or sisters, you can get them involved in the scholarship. There's a new thing we're doing. We're only doing 10 a year, Right. And um, Linda Flaherty, you're hilarious. There's, there's that enthusiasm <laughs> coming out again. No, you certainly <laughs> are hilarious, Belinda. And I think, you know, having you on, how do you apply for the scholarship, George? Type in hashtag free, free and our team will contact you and show you exactly how to apply for the scholarship. That's what we're doing. Because, look, our overarching goal, our unstoppable mission, is to empower 10,000 people to create financial freedom for investing in property using the Mycoskin method. That's what we're doing. And, Absolutely. You know, 10,000 is a lot of people, you know, and we're going to get there, though. We've already got, you know, 500 people on our Black Belt program already, I reckon, about 500. Mm -hmm. So 9,500 to go. That's it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, guys, guess what? Thank you, everyone, so much for joining us. Remember, same bat time, same bat channel next week. <laughs> That's your little alarm. She got back to that birthday um, message to play the music. Who is it from? Who is it from? I don't know. Who's it from? Yeah, Maybe not. We don't, okay. I can't see the username. <laughs> no, look, I'm going to just talk about a quick habit that I've been doing lately. Right, and that's I've recently bought myself an ice bath. Yes, and um, you know the thing is with anything that's hard, like having an ice bath, it's not easy. I bought an ice bath, and what I've done is I've started at fourteen and a half degrees, and slowly each week I'm cutting it down by half a degree, going cutting it down. Yeah, and I've been doing it for one week straight already. Yep, and this morning I jumped in there, and it felt fine. Even though a week uh, ago... Wait until I get there, Georgie. I'm coming over to visit you soon. Well, tomorrow I'm dropping it down to 30 and a half degrees. I'm going to keep oh, going down. I love it. Love, 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 love. So that's love been it. a lot of fun. But the funny thing is creating a positive addiction in your life is a really good thing to do. Sure is. And um, I think, you know, I think whatever, you, you know, if you're listening to this right now, what's one positive addiction you can create over the next week? Tell us about it next week. Yeah, perfect. Agree? Love them. Um, my positive addiction is ice baths. I've, I've committed six days a week. I take Sunday off. Sunday, no ice bath. Yeah, love it. Okay, we're going to get going. Thank you so much, Freedom Fighters. See you next week, same time. We're going to go to our next, um, next thing. Bye -bye. Absolutely. Yes. Happy days.